Welcome everybody to the Kingdom Link Podcast. We are so excited and honored that you've chosen to be with us today. We are so excited. We are here at Kingdom Link and we believe that leadership only matters if it is passed on. Our mission here at Kingdom Link is to bridge the link between the generations. In this time, in this world, we see such a rift between older leaders and younger leaders, and it's come to a point in the church that we need to connect. We need to be more powerful and connect with each other. Today, we will be going over our sixth episode, Values Matter. I am so honored to have with me my father, my pastor, my partner in crime, <laughs> Tim W. Gill. Oh, thank you, David. It's great great to be here, and, and uh, it just seemed like just the other day we were launching, and now we're on our sixth episode, and uh, w- what a privilege it is to uh, be able to sit down and talk uh, about leadership, about ministry, right. about you know connecting generations. It's our passion. It, it, it really is, and, and we're so thankful for you that uh, listen to us. Uh, my, what a great podcast. If you didn't get to hear um, you know, Bishop Muncie Walls right. in our last two episodes, right. go back, listen to him, and we certainly do appreciate his time with us. Uh, we, we talk a lot about uh, values today. We have, you know, people talk about American values, Christian values, family values. Let's talk a little bit about some leadership values. And uh, we've titled this podcast today, uh, Values Matter. Well, uh, when it comes to values, I think we need to know a little bit about what they are. I believe we live by what we value. Right, right. So we lead by what we value. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, things that are valuable to us, we protect them. We take care of them. Uh, you know, somebody that's got a a a baseball that they caught, or somebody has got a um, you know a, a prized gift or something. Right. They're going to put that in a place of honor. Right. And they value it. And what may be valuable to one person will not be valuable to another. Exactly. But values help us define who we are. Mm-hmm. What we believe and what we do, you know, that's really at the at at the heart of it. Right. Uh, values keep us focused, not just on the why, but what we should be doing. Right. And I think that's very important. If we value relationships, you know what we'll do? We work on them. That's right. That's we right. build them. Uh, Webster actually defines value as something such as a principle or quality. It is such a defining thing to who we are as human, as men, as female, that it's who we are. We care for our values, and we stand by our values, and it's to the point where we'll defend them to our graves. Right. It's our fiber. It's who who we are. It's who makes us up. It's our values. And, and, you know, I think that uh, there are such things as corporation values. Right. Like church, our our church has a set of core values that we talk about. And uh, I believe that, that... People can have values, families have values, but leaders, ministers ought to have things that they really value, that they will stand for because they believe in them. Right. And we as leaders, we need to make sure that we keep our values in check. We need them to be in the right places Mm -hmm. because this world today, they just throw value on whatever they seem fit. You know, there's so many things that are just wrong in the world, just, just evil and dirty that people value, but... 
us as leaders, we need just need to put make sure that our values are in the right spot. In the right spot. And so, so today on this podcast, we're going to be sharing with you some value statements that uh, that we have uh, talked about. We want to talk about with you, and uh, these value statements go along with leadership, go along with ministry. If you're just joining us for the first time, this is the first time that you have listened to Kingdom Link podcast. Uh, I, I want to tell who we are. Um, uh, you know, I'm Tim W. Gill, and I pastor a church and lead a group of leaders, and I'm excited about that. Uh, so we're coming from a a church leadership standpoint, right? And if our values uh, uh, seem a little different than maybe the what might be considered the norm, is because we have a belief right. system, right? And and David the same way, uh, working in the ministry. We have a belief system. So our values are connected to that, Right. what you believe. What, what we value is what we believe. Right. We believe in one God. We believe in one baptism, one faith. And that's where we put our values. We put our values in that. Exactly. So, so today we're kind of be putting our money where our mouth is. And uh, <laughs> the verse value we're going to be talking about is valuing purpose over performance. Yeah. That's a great statement. Leaders value purpose over performance. They need to. Yes, they. they True leaders need to value purpose over performance. Exactly. Um, you know, one cannot really know their value if they don't know the why. I right. think we got to start with the why, the vision. Right. Uh, why are we here? And that's purpose. Right. That's purpose. Right. You know, is a person in leadership just to get a job? Mm. Are in ministry just to be a hireling? I, I, you know, I got hired onto this position. Are are we truly adding value to those that we serve? Because right. when you get get down to the the purpose, trumps everything. Exactly. The exactly. why is should be the the first thing before we look at the the the, the how. The how. Yeah. You know the why. Right. And our 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 purpose has got to resonate. Um, you know, everybody wants to be liked. Absolutely. Everybody wants to be loved. Right. You know, just Facebook likes. Yeah. You know, little heart clicks yeah. on uh, Instagram. Right. You know, heart clicks on your uh, uh, Twitter I love, account. I love how you're so yeah. in tune with social media. Heart clicks. <laughs> little heart clicks. Hey, give me a heart click. I, yeah, give me a heart click. You know. Good night. <laughs> I, yeah, I I think that's a that's a big factor because you know what 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 exactly does that mean purpose over performance? Mm-hmm. Because I believe that a lot of people think that their purpose is performance, and mm-hmm. that, that that's a scary thing. It's always it's always a show with them. It's always oh look at me, see me. Mm-hmm. I have to be noticed. I have to be seen, and yeah. that that that's just not going to fly. Well, and I believe excellence. And leadership is important. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I believe how it looks is important. I believe that we ought to do a good job. But if we do a good job because we're wanting applause in leadership, right? then that's our source of joy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that means if we do a good job and things go well in that performance or in that outcome, then we're, we're joyful. But if the joy that we derive from being a leader or being in ministry comes from the purpose, then right. it doesn't matter... If that momentary outcome mm-hmm. looks bad, mm-hmm. because quite frankly, unlike other leadership positions, if you're in ministry, you often do not see immediate outcome. A lot of times you may never see it. You may never. And, and you, you may only see it 
you know, in eternity. Right. That, that may be the only time when you, you ever stand see before the Lord. Exactly. Yeah. And and so what's tough then is that you usually see the bad stuff. Right. As a pastor, it's very tough when you see divorces or when you see uh, uh, somebody having a hard time or living away from God. You know, it's 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 it, it is a um, a tough thing, right? But if you value the purpose, mm-hmm. then when the outcome is not there, you still can find joy in the purpose, right. of what you're doing, right? Uh, one one thing that you know kind of goes along with this, but it's kind of a pet peeve. It's it's one thing that just really ticks me off, to be totally honest, is whenever churches. You know, if it might stop you, stop you for you know, yeah, if, sure, if you if you hear David say, you know, here's a pet peeve, or you hear me say a pet peeve, you you know, there ought to be a little flashing light on your podcast that says personal opinion, personal thought, yeah. personal thought. Go ahead, David. I mean, just because I'm right doesn't mean you have to. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm right. Just <laughs> you know, humility and how I achieved it. But uh, one thing that kind of makes me mad is whenever I see that you know someone's like hired on to do something you know the one mm-hmm. thing that i really notice is that like if you're hired to to play music or to lead the music ministry in church mm-hmm. that sometimes can become one of my biggest pet peeves in entire the entire world now a lot of times it, it, it can be a good thing you know it, it can work out for some people absolutely you know you get someone who's super committed you know mm-hmm. they have a deep passion for it right they they have a want for their craft they do it with dignity mm-hmm. they do it with pride they show up every sunday they're always ready always prepared and they mm-hmm. do a great job and they're anointed mm-hmm. and they do it all for the glory of god right but then there's a flip side to that yeah there's a flip side to that one that says i'm just here because it's my job Right. I only show up on Sunday service to receive a paycheck. Mm. And if you do that, I believe you're in the wrong. Worshiping God shouldn't seem like a job to you. Right. I feel like. Right. Because you know, God says that's the that's the one purpose that every single human, you know, every single right. creature. Right. It, it says in Psalms 50 and 6, let everything that hath breath praise the Lord, praise ye the Lord. Right. Everything that is the one purpose that every single person has. Yes. And if you treat that like a job, how much of a slap mm. in the face is that to God? It's right. like, oh, I have to do this just so I can receive my paycheck. No, that's a sacrifice that you get to give to God. Right, right. And, and, and I get what you're saying because uh, there are those today that, that do ministry because they're a hireling and they just hire on like, right. a, like an occupation. Mm-hmm. But again, that's valuing performance right. over purpose. Right. And I think that that is uh, a dangerous thing. Let me share with you a, a story that, you know, uh, Grandpa told me uh, about a certain church group that he was connected to years and years ago. It was a, a small uh, organization that was, you know, really thriving and doing good. He said, until they lost their why. Mm. When they lost the reason for reaching lost souls and right. and reaching out to lies, and they all just came, you know, it became about them, and they began mm-hmm. to circle the wagons. Well, you know, if I name that church group today, they don't even exist, right? Because when we lose our why, mm-hmm. when we lose our purpose, and the performance or right. the show becomes more important than that, right? You know, if we do our mission. That ought to be primary focus. 
that's our focus. It's our mission. Right. Then we can be joyful in that mission. Right. And celebrate the mission. Right. Not just the outcome. Well, and so. then and then you can go on and do the purpose that God has set before yeah. you. You can do it well. And you can yes. do it with performance. Yes. But it's you gotta know your purpose. You right. gotta know why you're doing what you're doing before you try to add anything. And, because at the end of the day, your purpose will still be there. Right. If you know what it is. Right. Your performance, that's gonna change. It's gonna that's, change. That's gonna be exactly. different from year to year. And 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 when you value, that's notice the statement is that there's it's not what we're trying to do away with performance, right? But right. rather you value purpose over mm-hmm. or before, right? Right. You just have to have your attention in the right spots. Have, yes, yes. So that, that that's the first value statement that we wanted to share with you today because values matter, right? Um, the second one is we should value sacrifice over. Shortcuts. Right. This is such a big one. This is such a thing that I think we as young leaders deal with. Mm-hmm. It is. It, it happens all the time that you know, because the the Bible even says, and we've talked about it on this podcast, is that God gives young men visions, mm-hmm. and so when He gives us visions, we think tomorrow that's going to happen. Right. We we think, and then so we're like, well, it didn't happen, and tomorrow's mm-hmm. there. So you're like, well, I'll just I'll just try to make it happen myself. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna I'm gonna take matters into my own hands, and I'm gonna make sure that that happens. Mm-hmm. When God said no, that's that's not how it needs to happen. Right. That might be ten, fifteen years down the road. Exactly. But you know, we just try to take it in our own hands, and we end up causing a shortcut. Well, I think uh, it, and I think that what what has happened. Partly is that we live in a copy and paste world. Oh yeah, totally. Where you know we want to do something quickly, we can just go Google it, go search it, yeah. Go you know try to find out. Don't have time to dig something out. Well, we just do a few little words oh, yeah. on our phone, our smart device, uh, or whatever the device. smart device. Yeah. Oh my goodness, Dad, you're <laughs> killing me. <laughs> but uh, nothing can re- replace um, study. No. Prayer, uh, hard work, right? You know, uh, many want to to minister uh, to others, but you know they want they want to be like so and so. Well, so and so sacrificed years to get to the point where they are, right? And uh, I heard of one preacher one time being asked to, you know, would you would you lay hands on me and pray for me to have your anointing? I want to have your anointing. And he started praying. He said, oh, God, send them to the place where their lights are turned off. Send them to the place <laughs> where, uh, you know, they don't have anything to eat. Send them to that place, God, where they're down to their last dollar. And uh, um, But that's that's a lot of times we don't see the, the backside right. of the sacrifice. Right. The Bible says in Hebrews 5 and 8 and 9, that talking about Jesus Christ, he learned obedience by the things which he sh- suffered. Right. Even Jesus mm-hmm. couldn't do shortcuts. Right. Exactly. Over sacrifice. That's right. Well, it's because he had a goal that yeah. he had to achieve. Uh, another story that I, I tied in with this is trying to take a shortcut over sacrifice is uh, Abraham. Mm-hmm. In, in the Old Testament, God God promised him that he and Sarah mm-hmm. were going to have a child. Mm-hmm. Now, you got to think that God told, uh, at this time, it was Abram. Mm-hmm. He said, you know, your descendants are going to be as numerous as the stars. Mm-hmm. 
And he said, and you're going to be the father of many nations. Well, Abraham didn't even have a child yet. Right. And he was, he was getting old. He was getting mm-hmm. old and he was getting worried. And so God told him, one day I'll give you the, uh, the start of your descendants that will be as numerous as stars. One day right. it's going to start. Yes. And, you know, you, and, but Abraham thought, well, it, it's not happening quick enough. It's, it's not happening when I want it to. It's not starting. Right. If I want to have these many descendants, I got to start now. Mm-hmm. So Abraham goes and sleeps with Hagar mm-hmm. and has Ishmael. Mm-hmm. It wasn't God ordained. No. And, and because he did that, he had to send them away. He had to send yeah. away the, the Hagar and his son. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, I, I can't have anything to do with you anymore. Mm. And Abraham took matters into his own hands. And because of that, it caused chaos. Right. So when you try to act God and create mm. your own destiny mm-hmm. and take shortcuts, mm-hmm. you may think you're doing the will of God, but you're just, you're just causing yourself more trouble. Absolutely. And talking about trouble, I mean, today what we're seeing between the Arab world and the Israeli world is simply that. Exactly. It's the battle that someone took a shortcut. Right. Attempted to circumvent Absolutely. The, you know, the plan of God. Moses did that mm-hmm. by murdering an Egyptian. He had yep. to feel something that he was responsible to be the deliverer, and so he went his own way. Well, he got sent to 40 years of a Bible college yeah, in the wilderness. Yeah. You know, to 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 learn that. Yeah. Uh, the the funnier one is Jonah. You know, he he did the same thing when God told him to yeah. go to Nineveh. He's like, Nah, I think I know better than you. I'm going to go somewhere else. And then else. you know, Jonah got you know fish food. Yeah, became fish bait. Yeah, yeah, you know, sure did. Hey, you know, if if that's what it takes to get your attention, I guess God will just send a big old whale to eat you. <laughs> <laughs> so when we say in that scenario, in that light, value sacrifice. <laughs> yeah. Over yeah. shortcuts. Yeah, or you might end up fish food. Might might end up fish. If I'm and maybe uh, on a serious note, um, I come across cost uh, come across a quote from Warren Wearsby uh, in his book "God Isn't in a Hurry." He said, "Quote: If you're interested in the praise of men, then use the shortcuts. Publicize your statistics." But if you're interested in the glory of God, stick with God's methods. Right. The word, prayer, witnessing, sacrifice, and suffering, and leave the results to him. After all, he continues, it is God who gives the increase. Right. Unquote. That's so I thought true. That, that, was a, that was a powerful observation. That's so true. That's so true. And and I think our next uh, value statement is is very similar. Right, uh, but it is a follow-up of that because it really balances out uh, purpose over performance. It balances out where mm-hmm. we need to value righteous ambition, right, over unrealistic expectations. Exactly, and basically summing that up in one sentence is: be ready when God calls. Yes, be ready when God calls. Be ready, and uh, every good leader. Better have some ambition. Oh, absolutely. Every good minister absolutely. should have some amb- ambition. It's not going to just be served to them on a silver paddle right. platter. It's, it's, we've got to have ambition. Right. But uh, while that, that expectation is like, well, I'm, going to, I'm, I'm, I'm called to minister this day. Well, next year I'll be doing this, or absolutely. next month I'll be doing that. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
again, no one's going to go very far in their ministry without some holy ambition. Right, right. Uh, righteous zeal and passion, I believe, is essential ingredients to leadership. Everybody wants to matter. But how we strive for that right. is where the, the issue can, can, can come to play. Right. Because nothing wrong with ambition, nothing wrong with bettering yourself, the problem arises when we have unrealistic expectations that supersede right. our righteous right. ambitions. And I think uh, we, as especially young leaders, we deal with a lot of trying to jump the gun. Mm-hmm. We, we try to get ahead, you know, mm-hmm. and, and, and that's a good thing because God has given us as young leaders zeal. He has given mm-hmm. us vigor. He has given mm-hmm. us passion. You know, when you jump out of the gates, you see us with fire. We're ready right. to go. We're we're chomping at the teeth, ready to do the next thing for God. Mm-hmm. But we, we get ahead of ourselves. We do. We we try to do things that we're not ready for. Right. We we get ahead of ourselves and try to jump right into leadership when we're really not ready for it. You know, David, that happened to David when he wanted to bring the ark Absolutely. up. He had zeal. Mm-hmm. He had passion. Mm-hmm. But he he didn't check everything out first. Absolutely. And he got ahead of himself, and somebody died for it. Mm-hmm. And he didn't get the ark moved into the uh, Jerusalem until later. Right. You know, Paul put it like this, that if a man desires the office of a bishop, let's just put it, if he desires the office of an overseer, that's what the, that word means. If he wants to be a leader in ministry, he desires a good work. Right. He didn't discount that. Nope. He didn't say, if a man desires to be a good overseer, a bishop, a Mm -hmm. a leader, he desires a good work. That's a good desire. But then he went into a litany of qualifications. Right. And and, and so your expectations are not just simply in the ambition, but Mm -hmm. rather in making your gift be ready to be used by God. You know, Paul charged Timothy, be instant in season, out of season. Yep. Uh, Being instant comes from two Greek words, which means at the position of. Mm -hmm. At the position of. It doesn't mean that you just got to be ready to preach whenever the preacher calls you. <laughs> yeah. It means that you're standing ready by. Right. It literally means standing by at your position because your opportunity could come at a moment. Absolutely. And we have to be ready for and, that. And, and that's, that's something so key. I remember growing up and you telling the story where there was this man that uh, was known in his hometown that he was he was the praying man. He prayed. He mm-hmm. he was known for his prayer, but no one ever really talked to him a whole lot. Mm-hmm. And said that someone had had gotten so sick, and they that the uh, the boy had died. That there was mm-hmm. a boy that was sick, and that he had died. And so they go up to that man that they never hardly talked to, mm-hmm. and they say, "Can you pray for him? Can you do something? Can you do something?" He said, "I don't need to, mm-hmm. because I had spent the whole morning praying about that." Right. He's and that's exactly what it is. Is that we as young leaders, we need to prepare ourselves now. We need to study. Mm-hmm. We need to pray. We need to sacrifice. Yeah. We need to yeah. get our souls ready. Right. Because there's going to be a moment where they're not going to give you. Hey, you're gonna. You, we're going to need your. We're going to need your prayer in about 15 minutes. Yeah. So okay, there's your 15 minutes to go get ready. That's not going to happen. It's going to be at that moment, you're going to need to pray. You're going to need to get a hold of God, yes. and you're going to need to touch the throne room of heaven to yes. have an absolute miracle happen. And, and I think that that, 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 that it connects with another value statement that we ought to honor others before seeking position. Right. You know, true leaders, true ministers 
are concerned about adding value to somebody else mm-hmm. more than than getting theirs, more than getting to their point, you know, what they want for theirs. So the advancement of the kingdom, it, it, it is not just related to uh, a position, but rather submission. Right. Uh, right. Serving and... Uh, and and making sure that that we're standing ready, Absolutely. we're standing, Absolutely. we're standing ready. Let's look at another statement, and uh, this is one I think is kind of a, a, a maybe more of a modern issue than than other times. Yeah, but, and that is value anointing, mm-hmm. anointing over marketing. Value anointing over right. marketing and technology, right? And and we can kind of sub subcategorize this as valuing your anointing over your self talents, mm-hmm. your self abilities, mm-hmm. because one thing that we get swept up in a lot as leaders that we have a problem with is ourselves. Well, you know, I think the number one killer in, in leaders and also ministers, you've seen it throughout all. You know, we could we can name names and talk about folks. Mm-hmm. Is pride? Oh, it's the number one killer. I, I and and but we all deal with it. Absolutely, I've been bit by it. Oh, absolutely, yeah, all the time. You know, I've been I've been bit by it, and and but we've got to be dealing with it. Mm-hmm. I think the danger is is living in a world where we have a mixed bag of blessings and cursings when it comes to right. social media right technology you know it, it, uh, i personally i love technology i like smart devices by the way and your heart clicks my my heart clicks and my smart devices i like that um oh you know uh, i don't miss typing out my sermons on a <laughs> typewriter yeah you know i don't miss that at all <laughs> And, you know, and, a lot and, of kids would I'm, be jealous of you. <laughs> I am. I am that old. I had. A, you know. I type my sermons out on a typewriter, and yeah. and uh, well, you know, do a little bit of little bit of white out here, and go back and correct it. I love being able to type on a computer. Hey, and, it's, it's and fun. It's I nice. love preaching from my iPad, but I want the Holy Ghost to anoint me Absolutely. because it's that's what breaks the yoke. Right. But related into this statement, I think one of the dangers of today's social media in ministry is and it's kind of a, a juggling act and it's kind of a balancing act, but it is self promotion. Yep. Yep. <laughs> self promotion, you know, i think we need to need to be careful and and please know this. We're David and I are not trying to set our up set ourselves up as experts in any way because no, no. we just want to talk about this absolutely in a generational this sense. This needs discussed. Right, right. We this need, needs to be talked about. We, we want to talk about it because, you know, I'm 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 57. You are 20. 20. There's right. a lot of there's a lot of age difference between us, right. so we look at things completely different. Right. And we especially in the area of social media, mm-hmm. but uh, I think it, I think it, it could be a point where who's getting the glory? Absolutely. You know, his, if it's in your own your own page, who's getting the glory? Mm-hmm. It's it may be in something that you have done or something that you have said, but where's the focus? Is the focus on right. look at me? Mm-hmm. You know, I actually know of a of a pastor that said these words years ago. Said I've heard some great things of God come out of this mouth of mine. Oh wow! Yeah, and that was before social media. Oh, but okay. it's almost like when I see <laughs> see some posts, it's like, boy, I Ouch. Can, look how really great I I, yeah. I can post. 
Well, and, and it's a lot of times we focus on so much of what we can do, on yeah. who we are, on what our yeah. talents are, on who we know, on who we're affiliated with. Right. But we never take into consideration, does, does God really care about that? Yeah. Did, what does God think about me? Yeah. Would he be pleased with my thoughts? Mm-hmm. Would he be pleased with how I present myself, with right. my spirit that I have about right. this? Because there's way too much self-promotion today. Mm. And, and, you know, and, and you know, we've all fallen victim to it. We've yeah. all fallen the victim to you know, self-promotion. Because, again, like we've said, it, there's a fine line there. It where, is. Where, where you're trying to get God's word out there. Right. And it's through you because we're instruments of God. Right. But then there comes a point where we're on the opposite meter. Because, it, it, again, I'm going to jump off. I'm, I get a pet peeve about some things. <laughs> Uh, one of these things that you know peeves me off sometimes is Facebook preachers, and I know you guys can't see me. I just did air quotes. Facebook preachers, Facebook pastors as well. The dreaded, That's another one. The dreaded air quotes. Facebook evangelists. I could go on for days, guys. <laughs> Facebook associate pastors, guys. Oh, okay, so like, please stop speaking out against social media on social media. Mm-hmm. Just stop. Like, that That doesn't work. Or another thing, if you're going to say, I'm fasting from social media, don't put that on social media. I think we have released the beast, Yeah, y'all. guys, you guys have started. It's just annoying. Just stop. <laughs> just stop. Because on, on a serious note, if God really had called you to be a minister or mm-hmm. a leader, he will give you what you need to convey the message that mm-hmm. he has given you. Mm-hmm. It's in the Bible. God will make room for himself. He will make he will make your ministry have room for mm-hmm. itself. God will provide the platform. Mm-hmm. So don't go seeking every single little thing that you can to promote yeah. yourself. You don't need to be posting five-minute rant videos about the last thing you saw on the news. Yeah. We all seen it. It just it, just stop. And, <laughs> and, and and I do think that there's a if if we can um just get down to the brass tacks here. There's a difference between posting on a uh, your personal page and then posting on a, uh, a ministry page. This is your ministry. Like your own personal your ministry own pers- page. Yes. Where, I, yeah, exactly. I, I, I think that there's a little difference there. But I think what we must be careful is we can, we can, we can be, be kind and uh, not be overbearing and arrogant when it comes to you know, kind of like okay, listen to the great things coming out of my mouth. Right. It's 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 important that number one, we don't take ourselves too seriously. Yeah. On yeah. social media. Absolutely. Absolutely. And we shouldn't take ourselves too seriously in real life at all. You know, it. it, it you know, I think that we we have to have a, a good. Paul said, "Don't think too much of yourself." Right. You know, have have a, and we all wrestle with this juxtaposition. Mm-hmm. But but the writer of Proverbs even went further when he said, "Let another man praise thee, mm-hmm. and not thy own mouth, absolutely, a stranger and not thy own lips." Uh, the message says it like this: Don't call attention to yourself. Uh, let others do that for you. Exactly. I, 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 and I think that that that. That's the way God intends it to be. Is that right. others can can encourage and praise and and you know promote. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think that there's a fine line between being a conscientious promoter of yourself uh, with a humble attitude, right, and then 
just being in everybody's face. Absolutely. Being in everybody's business, posting every three minutes. Mm-hmm. And uh, I can remember uh, uh, Bishop Walls just first got, and for those of you that don't know it, he is a, a tremendous writer on Facebook. He does a great job. Mm-hmm. Um, Very but good. He, but he got invited to Twitter from someone and never been on Twitter before. <laughs> and they sent him, <laughs> they sent him a picture and it was um, someone eating, and you know he didn't know what it was. And he said, <laughs> said to us, said to uh, my wife, said, what, what, what is this? Well, they just want to show what they had to eat. And he said, well, what am I supposed to do with it? And he said, well, comment back if you want to. And he said, how do you say lati da? Lati da. Could you imagine that though? Yeah, Having yeah. you know Bishop Walls, Papa comment. On like, you know, look at this sandwich I have right now. It's steak and shake. It is fantastic. Oh, my goodness. Well, uh, okay. Going back to a serious note, we had talked about that we need to to promote others. So if I can right now, I'd like to give a charge to every listener right now. Mm -hmm. And Dad and I will do this ourselves. Get on your social media and promote someone else this week. Yeah. Give some give some honor to someone else this week. Yeah. Choose someone that you believe that is doing the will of God. Yeah. Because that that's what we're here for. Absolutely. We're not here for self promotion. I don't we don't need to see any more of that. Yeah. Let's promote each other. Yeah. And I I think that there is a a healthy way of I mean, let's be honest, we we use social media mm-hmm. to get a word out. Absolutely. But we don't want it to be in in the face of someone. Uh, and uh, if you if you like us and follow us, we're thankful for that. Absolutely. But we're gonna so much we're, thanks. Yeah. But but I I just think that we need to be careful in in our valuing that we go back to the point, and the point was value anointing over over. Self promotion, absolutely, and marketing, absolutely. and technology, mm-hmm. and uh, those kind of things, and 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 I want to just kind of wrap it up with with this last statement. I think it's a very important statement, uh, a value statement, and that is value action over sitting in your comfort zone. Absolutely, value action in leadership. Mm-hmm. In a potential. Is a great word. We often hear they have great potential. I heard one one uh, person put it like this: potential means you haven't done it yet, right? You haven't done it yet, right? And I think potential is great, but do something. Yeah. Well, and this goes into you know we as young ministers, you know, we have that problem with jumping the gun that we talked about earlier, but we cannot, we cannot be caught with our head in the clouds. Mm-hmm. We need to we need to be ready. We need to be humble. We need to be anointed. Mm-hmm. But we need to be ready for that moment that right. God opens the door and yeah. says, "Go." Yeah. Or that moment where that runner that has been running has that baton and he slaps it in your hands. Got to be ready to go. You got to be ready to start running. Well, in 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 that frame of reference, for a young man, it's that teaching that Bible study. To that one person that nobody knows about, right? That's action. Absolutely. Uh, befriending people and uh, mm-hmm. caring for people nobody knows about. Nope. That's action. 
studying, getting deep into the Word of God, even though they don't have to, uh, an opportunity to preach. That's action. Because what that does, mm-hmm. especially for you know the the, the art of studying, because mm-hmm. it, it is an art to be able to you mm-hmm. know in studying. That is going to it goes along with prayer as well. Mm-hmm. That is going to help you so much in the future yeah. to learn disciplining yourself in that those right. categories now, yeah. because there's going to be a come a time where that knowledge that you've had, that time in prayer that you've had, yeah. you're going to be able to use that, and that's where we need to value action over being passive. Absolutely, leaders value purpose over performance. They value sacrifice over shortcuts. They value righteous ambition over unrealistic expectations. They value honoring others over seeking position. And they value the anointing over marketing and technology. And then lastly, leaders, ministry workers value action over sitting in their comfort zone. Absolutely. What do you value today? Get out your comfort zone. Let's go. Let's go do something. Thank you for listening to this podcast where David and I shared some value statements that we believe are important to being a good leader, a good minister, and a good servant. Values certainly do matter in our world today. Here at Kingdom Link, we want to shorten the generational gap between leaders. Amazing things can happen when leaders from different generations are connected and communicating. Once again, thank you for joining us today on the Kingdom Link Podcast. We invite you to join us each first and third Thursday of every month as we publish a new podcast about connecting generational leaders. Take a moment and subscribe to Kingdom Link. Would you please consider writing a review for it helps us get our message out. We'd love to know what you think about this podcast. You want to get connected with us directly? you can email us at timwgill at yahoo.com. Remember, leadership only matters if it's passed on.